Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. You're invited. Join Bloomies in the Mosaic District for an art stroll on Saturday, June 18th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. and shop one-of-a-kind art by local artists. Pop by with your family and friends to also enjoy Bites by Colada Shop. And watch Chalk Riot in action as they paint the sidewalk murals in front of our store. Plus, get store-wide savings during our Buy More, Save More event. See you there. I said, I'm not sucking that. It stinks of bacon. Podcast 77, everybody. Yeah. What a start. Oh, what a shame you missed all of that story then. Oh, my Do you know what? God. I'm, I'm shocked. That was Agnes's oh. day. What? <laughs> <laughs> we won't be asking you anything else, Agnes, now. Oh, dear. Hello. How are you? Oh, all the better for seeing you. And yourself, you young do? lady. And mother in the kitchen, as always. Hello. Oh, there she is. Mother in the kitchen, what are you going to do? There's a mother in the kitchen, what are you going to do? I'm going to beat that mother in the kitchen, what are you going to do? Aren't we giddy? We are very, very giddy and all very, very jolly. Happy to see each other and be in each other's presence. Now, I'm going to bring out... Carl was actually pointing at this box. I, 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 <laughs> I was what? pointing at Yvette's box. <laughs> yes. So this is oh. a present for all of us. Yvette has put her box on the I table. I have, and it's a podcast posse present. And I'll rip the card It's off. a gigantic oh, box. Well, yeah, what's it say? Let's yeah, see who it's from then. Oh, God. They've spent a lot of time and effort doing this, so much so we can't get the card off the front okay, of the box. Okay, let's see. Now, this was given to us as a most haunted experience. Right. Oh, it's a letter. It's quite a long one, so I'm just... <laughs> Are you alright? Oh, I was laughing so much no, I made a contact lens move. It's, it's coming right, out. It's Agnes's joke. I know. <laughs> stop remembering it. Just get it out of your head. Dear all, I sit writing. Will you stop it? Agnes, look what you've done. 
<laughs> dirty, dirty lady. Dear all, I sit writing this at my kitchen table the night before we embark on our rather mammoth trek from Cornwall up to Wales to our two nights at Rithing Castle with the lovely Mr Beatty and hilarious Mr Torrival. I've put together a box of goodies for you for your podcast table, some of which hail from the homeland. The drink is a particular favourite of mine. We drink this in a restaurant called Meadry. Meadry's? Meadry's? Meadry's, where we sit in a candlelit room uh, are served chicken and chips, which you have to eat with your fingers, by wenches and drink copious amounts of the stuff. What's the address? <laughs> it's great till you hit the fresh air and forget that you have eggs. Uh, eggs? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is chicken. Oh, my God. Legs, let's open it up. So what have we got in here? Ooh, look. Oh, look, we've got... So let's find this drink. Um, okay, it says, I listened to the podcast on a Friday morning whilst cleaning a holiday cottage in Senan. Many a time I found myself chuckling away with my hand down a toilet. In fact, I've been scared shitless by the gardener or maintenance man on more than one occasion whilst deep into the sagas of Miss Topley and Dr. Driscoll. Bugles, which are here in the box, are indeed the best crisps in the kingdom. And yes, Glenn, blue cheese is just mould. Uh, <laughs> love and light and a massive thanks to every smile you bring. Ruth Matthews from Penzance in Cornwall. Thank you, Ruth. Well, what a lovely now, box. I can, you, can I just say, Ruth is absolutely lovely. So is her man as well. We had a long old chat with Ruth and she's lovely. She's very nice. So we've got some bugles, which we like, so I have to open those. Yes. We've got a packet of Cornish tea. Oh, very so nice. Ooh. I'm going to give that to Mama. Smuggle those into the kitchen. If you don't want them, I'll have them. There's smugglers brew, Cornish tea. And then these are Cornish Heather buns. Heather buns? Heather. H E V V A. Oh. Baked with a love from the heart of Cornwall. I've no idea what they're like. They've got sugar on them, but look look at it. They look like scones. And then we've got your favourite, Mr. BT. Oh, wow. Cornish clotted cream oh, fudge. Oh, we all like a finger of fudge. We do. We do. Oh, we like it with clotted cream oh, on, we don't do. we? do. <laughs> and, of course, snowy fingers. Wow. We're doing yes. well for fingers, aren't but we, lately? Let's drink. Um, what? Right. Now, you're all looking at me really quite aggressively. Because this is a present for all of us. I, I know. And so you snuck into this box? No. Not, you did? No, I had... Basically... When Ruth presented her box to me, <laughs> I needed to put my hand in it. <laughs> well, no, she, she, you've got to see the goods first, haven't you? <laughs> no, the trouble was she mentioned that in there there was a bottle of mead. Oh, right. Oh, so that... Right. So, we so can, oh. no, and I feel bad because I had every intention of just having a little sip and bringing, putting the bottle you back the and that's having trying. And the trouble is, it didn't. It, it was really nice, and now I'm a bit of a mead fan. Ah. Thanks yeah, to Ruth. but we, we haven't had the chance to taste any. Because I will you bring. Yes. I will bring next next time. I will bring a full bottle of mead that yes. I shall purchase, and I shall bring. You should try. Have you tried mead? No, I don't think I have. It's very nice. It's basically fermented honey. Is it? Now it's what lovely. we're chewing on now, mm. snowy fingers, but covered in white and milk chocolate. Oh, we all so, like a two-tone finger. Very nice they were too, those uh, chocolate fingers. Do you want to open the bugles? Oh, yes. Let's, let's, you see, I'm not a fan of... Yeah, mm. open. Yes. I'm not a fan... <laughs> <laughs> you have to have permission from me. You are allowed to open those bugles. <laughs> well, I want it to be doubly sure. Yes. There we go. There we I declare are. the podcast open. Yes. <laughs> Can you? I'm not a fan of barbecue. Me neither. Yeah, but these are good, though. These are, these are, these are good barbecue. Mmm. Mm. Oh, they are nice. Oh. They're yeah. a bit like ba- bacon bit bites, yes. frazzles. Yeah. Mmm, I like oh. that. Oh my god, nice. Mmm. Mm. 
have a bugle, Ange. They are Agnes. delicious. They're not strong as frazzles. Oh, I love frazzles. Oh, do you? Mm, I do. Oh, we can't go wrong with the frazzle. Nice. They are very nice. Anyway. How was your day? How was your day? Oh, well, I th- you'd think I would have learned from last week, wouldn't you? Wouldn't no. you? What? <laughs> you? I didn't have what a spooky dookie, do? don't worry. Oh, you didn't? None of that. No late foods. No, I just I just put another shit joke on my Twitter. Oh, for God's And I've sake. lost ten followers. <laughs> wow. so, so I'm thinking maybe I won't put shit you jokes won't. on there. No, I'd stop that. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm going to. You must get some good reports. No, not really. No, people yeah. hate them, Mum. Hate yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like unfollow. It's like, okay then. Sorry. The just scroll is, past. Is that, on, is that on Twitter? Yeah, it's Twitter. But isn't Twitter dying a bit? Yeah, I it, guess. It, it, it's kind of, in it seems to be. What's in its place? Well, whatever the next thing is. I mean, Instagram's taken over more TikTok, than. TikTok. TikTok, yeah. It's kind of arse with that, that. Because Twitter is kind of. It was big. Yeah. But there's just a lot of angry people in there at the just moment. Just angry isn't it? Yeah. fucking idiots. Yeah. Who, kind of, who actually think you want to hear. Their opinions on, on, like, on the world, and we don't. Which is why I'd go in there, put in a shit joke just to lighten the mood, and lose ten and, followers. And, and lose 10 followers <laughs> in the front. Clearly, people don't want to have a smile. So or you laugh. would lose a follower because I didn't like your joke. Yes. Welcome to social media. There you go. So that was my day. How was your day? My day. It was fine. It was really bad. I threw a pair of knickers away today. Oh, though. did you? Were yeah. they really old? Well, no, they weren't actually. No. What is, what, what's going on there? No. Um, <laughs> took, I, them a, took her a week to get them unstuck. No. <laughs> I'm not amused. Are you going to use them as a duster? No. What a thong. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Beatty's very kind and buys my knickers, you see. No. Oh. He does. And we love Fat Face. You know the, the <laughs> You know the clothing shop Fat Face? No. What? I'm so unhip it's so one of my bum doesn't fall off. What's Fat Face? You've never heard of Fat Face? No. Fat Face, what up? Even your mother's I'm heard of it. Oh my god. Well hang on a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Bearing in mind I'm the youngest one in this room. <laughs> And that is me saying, I don't know what it is, but all you oldies are going, if I know what fat face is. just called us fucking oldies. You bastard. What a... What a shithead. <laughs> oh, you found last week's chocolate. Last week's it. chocolate. I've been, keeping, I've been keeping the shithead and the bitch wrapper with me wherever I go. Yeah. I, I just love to you throw can bitch slap me. <laughs> You can just stick it underneath the windscreen like with a car that's parked terribly. That's a good idea. Yes. Like, you could just write the word bitch. Because I think they've got a bar of chocolate. That's true. You've got to stop bringing these everywhere we go. <laughs> I love them. I know you do, but... In a restaurant, these are great just to leave on the, on the table. He loves <laughs> yeah. really, leaving them. The amount of conversations it started with the, wait, with the waiting people. I can imagine. Anyway, what was I talking about? Fat I mean, face. Fat face. Um... Now, women will understand this. Men who like to wear ladies' underpants will certainly understand this. If you have a thin gusset, right, the the knickers will go up your bottom. Yes. Yeah, and it's very, very uncomfortable. Like a thong. Well, if you're very like large, it go up the other end and over. Well, it? yes, exactly. So you're, you're actually not eating. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, Norman Clutch is eating me pants. <laughs> <laughs> He's not just, wrong though, is he? Just, no, he's it's a not proper, wrong. Proper clutch bag. Oh! <laughs> 
made yourself laugh there. Oh, man, we, look at we always look at the crotch. We always say, right, we need the right width. Will that go over my clunge? That's right. That's right. <laughs> I do like a wide gusset for one's club. Can I hide the front with my gunt? <laughs> oh, no, yeah, God! Not only that, it needs to be wide to, to, to keep your panty liner in... In situ. In situ. Uh, in situ. <laughs> because if you don't and you've got a thin gusset... Oh, oh well, that's the glue sticks to your pubes. It's on on your oh, skin. Really? It's just there's a lot that's of stuff. That's a wet you don't want. Well, there's a lot of stuff goes on in the women's mm. or and men's undercarriage that like to wear ladies' underwear. You see, because there are lots of gentlemen out there that do do that. Well, you see, if there's any gentlemen wearing thin clunge coverers, like then them. then there'll be a lot of stuff spilling over the side. Surely mm. it can't oh, be comfortable. Yeah. Well, anyway, so like I bought a pair. Well, Carl bought me a, a Yet Men a three pack. So anyway, this, this one particular is always like a colour. Class, all the way. I tell you, a three pack of these pants, and they're so comfortable. But one of the pants. Can, can co- we literally just for everyone? At, no, just for everyone at home. Try and get this story. Yeah. Out. I know you know how I feel when I'm trying to talk. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to say to people at home is that the reason I get you, you niggers from there, you niggers, <laughs> is because you say they are the most comfortable yes. niggers. Anyway, this story is just so boring because at the end of the day, in this three-pack, there was a pair of yellow pants. Mustard yellow? No, not nice. Piss-stained coloured, fuzzy, horrible colour. Yeah, I (laughs) know. They started as white. Do you know I'm sick of these two? Honestly, I can't get my story out. Me and Carl have done the drinking today. Oh, my God. Anyway... I threw them out today. I was very upset. Oh, the new ones? No, no, I've worn them a couple of times. Mm. And the edging where it was <gasps> white lace has gone a dirty grey colour because mm. the yellow mm. has come out of the pant and into the lace. Oh. So these are what you call your Sunday pants. Ooh, yeah. Your Sunday oh. Sunday relaxing pants. But I, and, and all I kept thinking of was, what if I was at my car and had an accident? You wouldn't be seeing Daddy in those, would you? <laughs> <laughs> won't be sitting dead in your Sunday pants. No, not yellow. So I've thrown them out today. I threw out. I went through my, my underpant drawer, my knicker drawer, and threw out Sunday pants. Fair enough. Or some ladies call them period pants, period pants. or monthly pants. Yes. And normally they're the big, comfortable ones. Apple catchers. Apple catchers. But ladies, come on now. You've got to go through your underwear drawer at least once a month and get rid of your old stuff. And I was quite ashamed of what was in mine. Mm-hmm. I've thrown some of Carl's out, you know, because there's holes in them. <laughs> right. What's oh, yes, them we, fight, we, we actually fight about my cardigans. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I've got... Because I've got... See, a lot of men will understand this. That I like a cardigan. Always have, from a young person, I always liked a cardigan. I've got all the records. But the thing is... But for me, the better the cardigan is, the longer you've worn it. Yes. And I've got cardigans. Yes, they may have a tiny little hole in them, no, a tiny have little a gaping, huge hole in them. And there's not just one; there's loads of them. I mean, part of the arm was falling off it. He refused. I actually threw it out, and William, yeah, sucking up to his dad decides he's going to go and save it from the bin and put it back in his wardrobe. Oh, skills. He's a good lad. No, yeah. Anyway, that. that was my day. Well, that's, there you a, go. that's a good Long day. And, yeah, so basically yeah. your day was you threw a pair of pants That's out. it. That's, <laughs> no, I tidied out my underpant drawer. Ooh. Yeah. What's yeah. going on in there? Yeah. So anyway, how was your day? Oh, don't talk to me about my day. 
I'm talking to you about it. Well, just don't. Okay, moving okay. on. Agnes, how was your day? How was your day? Um, I, I get a letter from the hospital. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're so mean. You're so mean. No, don't talk to me, Mum. Oh, right then. Agnes, how was your day? I got this letter from the hospital saying I got an appointment for such a day at half past nine. No, it was half past ten, actually. <laughs> anyway, I opened the other letter that was beside it and I thought, oh, it's a hospital as well. Your letter has been cancelled from the, the, you know, yeah. the appointment. But we'll give you another time, the same day. <laughs> <laughs> at the earlier time. <laughs> Oh, oh God, how annoying. They don't know what's on their elbow at the moment. Two letters, yeah, with the stamps yeah. on. Very expensive yeah. stamps. What a waste of money. You know, it's a waste of money, that's yeah, it. I know, you get that a lot, don't oh. you? All the time. Just we know your pain. We know your pain, Agnes. I think they're suffering at the moment, aren't they, the mm. NHS? Yeah. Because of because oh. of everything that they're going yeah. through at the moment. Yeah, I think I'm grateful for them, you know, but it's just, you know, two mm. Yeah, but this isn't, it's the people on the actual ground, the people are doing the hard work. Mm. They're doing a fantastic job. I'm talking about the, the 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 upper all the management and all of this in the NHS wearing suits and in panelled offices, while the people doing the actual hard work on the ground floor, are trying to mop up usually the mess of these management that they, they need to get rid of ninety percent of the managers and give that money to the people on the ground floor, and the NHS would run a lot better. There you go. How was your day, Mama? Like yours, really, didn't okay. I? Okay. I didn't have a day. No, but I've got a cataract. You've oh, got yeah. a cataract? cataract. Yes. You mean a cataract? A cataract. Mm. It's cataract. A cataract. No, cataract. A cataract. That's it. I have a cataract. Do you know, I feel terrible all this time. I just don't know what to call it. <laughs> Your eyesight's fucked. <laughs> I mean, I feel awful because all this time Mum's going, do you know when I drive the car at night I can't see a bloody thing? And I'm going, oh, for God's sake, Mum, come on, you just, I've bought you these nighttime driving glasses, you'll be fine. She goes to get an appointment, discovers that she's basically blind in one oh, eye. Oh, my. If I do that, see, I can't see you. Well, open both eyes. There you go. Can you see me see now? <laughs> but no, you know how I've been saying yes. I can't drive at night. I can't see yeah? the left hand curve. Oh, what a shame. I've been having a go at you. And I'm thinking, oh, I was glad I hate driving at night going over your place. Yeah, and it was quite urgent because I'd only I'd only been and had the test done, and then within two days I got a letter going to go and have the pre-op. The last time I saw those operations was when um, when we did the program for BBC One called City Hospital, where Carl and I met, and I, I saw an eye operation, and the doctor did it with his feet. Pardon? Mm. Did it with his feet. I mean, not actually, you know, do it with his feet, but he had pedal, pedals oh, pedals underneath right. the thing and he had, took his shoes off and he was mm. just barefooted and he had these lasers when he was manoeuvring these... It was amazing really? to watch with his feet, yeah. And how was long that ago Animal was Magic with Johnny Morris? <laughs> <laughs> it was a monkey. <laughs> how long ago was that, though? Oh, blimey. Oh, well, over yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. Well, just imagine how things have evolved since then, I then. Know. I tell you. Yeah. You never do it with your hands now. I never do it <laughs> Your eyes. Okay. Drops they will, your eyes. I don't have, no. But you I will have. Four lots of drops, different kinds. Oh, okay. yeah. They're, 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 they're on to my ailments now. Well, Shall we leave them to it? <laughs> that's it. Yeah, Let's open up Correspondence Corner. Shall we get yes. William! Correspondent Corner. Another message from another caller. Correspondent Corner. Leave a message and we might get back to you. Yeah. 
excellent tune is. LA sounds great to me. Rock and roll from Hollywood. From LA up. LA up. LA up. Uh, right, uh, first email. I've got a few on one page. Shall I do the first page today? You do the whole first page. Okay, yes. this one is from our anonymous jingle man friend, Richard. Oh, hello, Richard. He says, think I have a new game for you. Strikes me that all milk chocolate-based fingers look the same, be they normal, mint or orange. Mix them up and offer them to Carl. Will he get the hated orange one? It's <gasps> Chop Finger Russian Roulette. Oh, Keep what a the great idea. Yeah, we should do that on the next podcast. Let's We're live it. on YouTube. Yes. Next week. Oh, yes, we'll do that. Yes, that'll be amazing. Uh, good idea, Richard. Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> that'll be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine everybody watching going, oh, this is amazing. Oh. Oscar-winning TV oh, at its oh. best. This is amazing. Can we play play cards right? We can do, yeah. On the, on the live one. Now, I've left the board in my mum's garage, which well, has been leaking. You've got it. You've got, you've got a tool. It might it. have a load of mould off, scrape the mould off it, probably. What, your mum? Are we funny this week? <laughs> <laughs> Another one here from uh, Christy Phillips in Warsaw in the West Midlands. How are you, fam- uh, fabulous people? I hope you're all well. It's me again, emailing from the comforts, more like discomforts, of my hospital bed. Now, oh, no. Approaching eight weeks in hospital. Oh, bless. Thank Thank you so much for reading my email and bringing a smile to my face. I've cried with laughter at your recent podcast. Hearing Yvette Sozzle trying to read the correspondence was hilarious. Mm. Next time, have a tipple for me and I'm, when I'm allowed to drink. Uh, keep on being amazing, wonderful, hilarious and kind-hearted human beings. Lots of love, health and happiness to you all. Christy Phillips from Walsall. Get well Christy, Christy can I just say... Oh, that's This moved. is for you, and we're all drinking a bottle Let's of... Let's do a toast to Christy Phillips. Christy! Toast to Christy Phillips. Here you are, Hen. Mom, Hold on. There, there you go. What do you mean, why? Were you not listening? No. Jesus, oh, never is. Jesus. Jesus. Never you mind, Angela Jesus. Christy. To you, Christy Phillips. To you, Christy. To you, Christy Phillips. Get well soon. Get well soon, well, very soon. Get well soon. And an email from Kelly Fairhurst, which came from our Facebook page. Now, I know we always ask people to email us through hello at anytimepodcast.com. What is it? Hello at anytimepodcast.com. Okay. What is it? Or the Richard's jingle, which goes... Hello at anytime podcast.com like that uh, you can also if you you can click email us on our Facebook page the Anytime Podcast Facebook page you can put a message click the oh, thing at the top of the page and it'll send an email through to us as well no a fucking it's way it's so fucking clever uh, wow. and this is what Kelly Fairhurst has done right who says could you say hello to my daughter now this is how it's spelled you tell me how you think this is pronounced A-G-Y-N-E-S-S Sarah <laughs> <laughs> A G Y N E double S. Agnes. 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 Yvette says Agnes, and you Agnes. two say A G Y A G Y N E double S. Agnes. 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 It's Agnes, apparently. Yeah. Yvette's right. Yeah, no. never seen it spelled that way before, have you? Look at me, I did a real look With right yeah, after. Wow. Well. Yeah. So uh, it's, like, it's like a silent Y. Mm, I have recently just found your podcast. I don't know why it's taken me so long and discovered Glenn's mother is an. And she spelled it the same way. <laughs> You're an ashiness as well. Uh, I have four beautiful children Agnes, Margot, and the twins Bonnie and Watson. Oh, what a great name. It is a great name. Uh, they're all aged six, four, and the twins are one year old. Uh, I wondered if you could do a shout out to all of them as they love it when you say, Hello there, Agnes. Hello there, Agnes. <laughs> don't worry, I don't let them listen to the entire podcast. Just say, this little bit. Yes. Um, keep up the fantastic shows. You're really all beautiful people. I've had the pleasure of meeting Yvette and Carl many moons ago, and you were both so kind to me. Take care and keep up the cheesy oh, you must boys. Have got Yvette Kelly on a good day. I tell you, what a good 
out of her pockets was insane. Was wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And uh, another email there, which comes from uh, Lisa. Hello, you wonderful lot. Hope you're all good. I'm currently stressing about getting my marine biology course finished by January. It's been good but challenging, and I'll be glad when it's over. I know Yvette loves a quiz, so here's a 60s Beatle-themed one. Uh, so, question number Should one. Should somebody else read those? Oh, yes, that's a good one. Go, go, Carl. Question number one. The Beatles sang about a road called Penny Lane. Does this road exist and where? Yes. <laughs> yes, it does. Well, your mother said yes first, so I'm giving that over to yes, the mother. Yes, yes. Uh, Angela. Liverpool. Yes, in Liverpool. You are correct. <laughs> what is the best-selling single uh, of the 60s in the UK? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, gosh. What is the best-selling single of the 60s in the UK? Is it She Loves You? By? The Beatles. <laughs> Yeah. You are correct. Oh, really? Glenn well has done. a point too. Yeah, this is good. Now, all on your buzzers, because I think you're all going to get this, is going to be a bit of a bonfire, okay? okay? Yeah, is everyone coming? Your buzzer ready? is your name, so shout out your name if you think you know the answer. What is Ringo Starr's real name? <laughs> oh, Yvette Fielding came in there first, Yvette. Richard Stark. You are correct. Which blonde bombshell became the face of country music in the 60s? <laughs> oh, Angela. Angela. <laughs> Dolly Parton. Oh, wow. Well, well anticipated there. That's a good one. I shall finish the question too. And is the godmother of pop singer Miley Cyrus. Mm. Uh-huh. Didn't know that. Uh-huh. How many number ones did the Beatles have in the 1960s? Oh, my God. Angela. Six. You are incorrect and frozen out for the rest of this round. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> is it 11? No, is it eight? Is it seven? You've had feeling you're frozen out for the rest okay. of this round. Ooh, I think it's nine. You are frozen out for the rest of this round. Shit. Leaving only Agnes with a number. Just say any number, Agnes. Oh, Agnes is the closest with 17. Wow. Oh, wow, that's a lot of number ones. Surprised at you, Yvette. Mm. I've forgotten those. Which classic science fiction show began in 1966? Star Trek. Oh, Glenn. Oh, well done. Yeah, I thought it was about the Beatles. This is about the era of the Beatles, people. Would you kindly just... Right, when you were in your dressing rooms, you were given the rules of the the, the game. (laughs) Thank you. On the album cover, which one of the Beatles crosses Abbey Road first? Bingo, Angela. Yvette's first. I was Yvette first. Was first. She, buzzed. she buzzed, though. I've not heard her say She's so competitive. She we didn't have well, you didn't buzz, see where you get it from. You just said your name, and we all know that fucking name. <laughs> you said we've got to say our name. Do you know what? You are absolutely correct. Right, so Yvette, you're right. right. Go on. John Lennon. No, it's got here. Paul McCartney. He's not first on the Abbey Road. He's not, is he? No, he's about third because he has yeah, no shoes no, on. He's got shoes on a cigarette pointing downwards. Mm. Yeah. So who is it? Then? Let's have a look. Let me get with the picture. I thought it was John Lennon in a white suit. It was We've got Paul McCartney here, and I think that's incorrect. Is it I think George? our, our um, researcher, uh, Lisa, has got this incorrect. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Did a bit Just of cut, cutting now. and pasting there, Lisa, without checking first. <laughs> Yeah, it's John Lennon. John Lennon. Oh, so you are correct, madam. Yeah, we just said that. Okay. Which famous American um, penitentiary closed in 1963? Oh, we know that. Could you be? Alcatraz. Shit. <laughs> I didn't pull. Eastern State Penitentiary. Oh, my word. I'm so sorry, madam. You got that wrong. Okay. Glenn. Glenn. Alcatraz. You are correct, yes, sir. You didn't buzz. You didn't buzz. You just said, you got to buzz and say Did your name. Did ever mention buzz? She gets very upset. She's so competitive. <laughs> well, she's just old, okay? Let her rant. 
Okay. <laughs> what year did Martin Luther King f- deliver, his, deliver his famous I Have a Dream speech? 1964. She's not even said her name again. No. She said that she said the, the, the answer. She said the answer it's before the name. Have you said your name? Have you said a buzz? I said your no. buzzer is your, your name is your buzzer. Name. So you shout your name out. Oh, sorry, you, I didn't hear that. Yeah, but, but I call her Buzz. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, there you Yvette. go. Yvette. So. 1964. I'm sorry, you're incorrect, okay. man. You're frozen up for the rest of the round. Right. Anyone else? Anyone else? All right. Anyone else? Anyone else? Um, uh, Glenn. Yes. What was the question again? <laughs> what year did the uh, did Martin Luther King deliver his famous I Have a Dream speech? 1967. Unfortunately, Glenn, you are now frozen up for the rest of the round. Arse. Uh, we have two ladies in, Agnes well, and Angela. Say, I did say 63. Yeah, but you didn't see your name. So you do it now. Well, you do it. Angela. Right, yes, Angela. What is your the answer to your question? 1963, I think. Well, you are correct. Wow. Now, this one will be quite hardly contested, I believe. Which Liverpool club are the Beatles' most famous... Yvette, the oh, Cavern. The Cavern. The Cavern Club. Yes, that's correct, madam. You have to see the whole Very thing. Good. Very good. Uh, and with the scores, I can actually tell you that... Um, uh, Agnes won that with 23 <laughs> points. Uh, and um, Glenn came second with, with two. Okay. Yvette came uh, uh, third yeah. with, with one point. Yeah. And, um, and Dusty over there, <laughs> she was taken, she's got minus 10 for moaning. Oh. Well, well Lisa, thank you, Lisa. That was fantastic. That was great, that, Lisa. Yes, As you can well see, done. it brought out our competitive edges in the arguments amongst yes. the podcast oh, team there. So send more in like that, please. Yes, please. Keep them coming Maybe in. for our live YouTube show yes, next week. Yes, that's oh, right. Yes. yes. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. Uh, I've got another email here. Yes. Go on, read it, read it. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> read it away. Uh, this oh, is yes. from Kelsey Cronenberg. Hello, Kelsey. Hello, Kelsey. It's been a while since my last email. I thought this might be a nice topic to start something with. As all three of you have been in the TV and radio industry, are there any funny or weird moments that have happened behind the scenes which might be worth telling and having a laugh about? I know one of the moments that I had was one of the jobs I did. It was early in the morning, and as I always do, I like to get there really early uh, so I could do some prep and have some breakfast in peace. Uh, a member of our crew got there earlier than normal and had to go for a number two, but then found out there was no toilet paper, so decided there was only one option, which was to ring me up. Well, use you to wipe... <laughs> <laughs> That's camera assisting, camera assisting. Uh, there he was, trying to sneak as quietly as possible on the phone so no one could hear him tell me he'd run out of paper. Whilst I pissed myself laughing, trying to find the new role, I snuck into the honey wagon and called for his name whilst trying to hold my breath and not to laugh. I could hear the groaning strains and grunts and then a very quiet plop in the distance. (laughs) The gratitude was immense when I saw him peeking his head out of the door, slightly red-faced, most awkward but funniest moments ever. Um, Thanks very much. We need to know who that cameraman was. Yes, we do. Uh, Looking forward to seeing you soon, Uh, Kelsey Cronenberg. All right, okay, you go first. What what have I done? Funny and hilarious. I think those. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something up with your career. Well, yeah, well, I can't. Um, no, there was one time when um, it was around 1996, and I was uh, I was helping um, a station out called Rock FM, 
uh, before I actually joined the station full time. And they were doing a big uh, thing in Avonham Park in Preston. It was Party in the Park in the days when commercial stations would have big concerts with mm. pop artists of the day. Uh, in fact, so much so, it was the week that the Spice Girls got to number one with a debut single and they were on stage that day. Massive uh, lineup mm. of, uh, of big, big singers from, from the charts. And, um, and I was uh, getting dressed up as an old lady, which <laughs> I've done for you before yeah, in that, you obviously. Uh, but, I you've done that tonight. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it, it was for um, the breakfast crew at the time. They had a character of an old lady called Peggy, who was 96, dear. And uh, it was usually that breakfast presenter who did the voice themselves, but they needed someone to dress up because I could do the voice and walk out on stage whilst they were there. Uh, so I was getting dressed in this, uh, this dressing room into these old lady cost- costume, putting lipstick on everything. And then this Australian girl says to me, Oh, mate, whatever floats your boat, I, you know, I don't mind if you want to carry on doing oh, that sort wow. of thing, you know, each to their own and everything. And I'm like, no, 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 no you don't understand. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this just because I need to go on stage for this. No, no, it's okay. You don't need to explain to me. If that's what you're happy with, you be yourself. This lady was, I think she was called Victoria, and she was in a group called Strike. And I think they had a hit with this tune called You Sure Do in the 90s as well. Big that, yeah. So, and that was her. So she just you thought sure some young guy was dressing up as an old lady for, for, uh, for the kicks and stuff like that. Her. Or maybe it did, because she was getting undressed to a bra and pants as well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go, that was my uh, well, backstage story. Like yeah. What about your backstage stories, Agnes? I bet, your, I bet your mum's got some backdoor no, stories. Back <laughs> no, nothing, nothing. Nothing from the WI. Nothing. What about the WI when you fell down the stairs and farted? <laughs> Tell that story. <laughs> the only thing I, I remember was when I had to go up to sing, um, and Kath... Now, when it comes to you, she said, walk on to separate yourself and walk Well, on you're out of time, sorry. And <laughs> 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 we were singing, and I just couldn't move. I just couldn't move, and everybody was wondering who was doing the solo part, and I just couldn't move. I was doing it, and just. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> What about you, Eva? Oh, God. Well, there was that time I was fondled by... uh, (laughs) Yes. I was only young. I was, what was it, 18? Right. I was 18 years of age and I felt this hand on my buttock and it wouldn't leave me. And I was too frightened to do anything. I remember you telling me about this. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and there were, it was late at night in a, in a studio and there was only one cameraman. We were getting cutaway shots for this thing the next day. And I, I couldn't believe it because I thought, this this is wrong. But you know, I just, I, afterwards, I, he, he had his hand on my buttocks and rubbing them. Oh, oh. Ooh, dear. For about... What, how, how long? 30 seconds, which is a long time. Mm-hmm. And I stood frozen thinking, I can't believe he's actually doing this. And then when the cameraman turned, put his earphones back on and right, okay, we've got to get this shot, um, he put his hand away. We finished the shot and I ran back into the wardrobe room and, and told um, some people. And um, they were like, are you all right? And I just said, I was just shocked because I just thought, what a dirty 
old man. Wow. A very memorable moment. And, and it For was all shocking. the wrong reasons. For all the wrong reasons, mm. yes. So yeah. It does kind of go to show you where people think that they can get away with this sort of stuff. Or yeah. used to think mm. they can yeah. get away with yeah, it. Yeah, but he did. Yeah, but he did at the time because it was just kind of... He got away with that and a lot more. Yeah. Well, well yes, he, he did. Price yes. The end, yeah. 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 Anyway, we've got anyway. very serious, oh, yes. haven't we? Didn't mean to bring the tone down there, darling. No, but that's an interesting story. It's a true story. I thought you were going to come with your Sienna Miller story. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Sienna Miller story. She's very famous actress, isn't she? And uh, we were in this very posh uh, restaurant in London. Went to the toilet. Um, went to do a little little tittle. And uh, the lady next door was doing a tittle. And this enormous <laughs> came out. And I thought, oh my god, that's normally me that does that. Yeah. And, and came out and quite relieved that somebody else had done it. And this beautiful goddess. Sienna Miller came out of the cubicle wow. and went, oh my God, she's human. She barks <laughs> like the rest of us. We're all human. We all make noises. Well, you can, yeah. That's a great story. A story. Yeah. What do you mean you two don't? <laughs> I've heard you. Oh, you're terrible. <laughs> you're like a bloody whoopee cushion every five minutes. <laughs> and Agnes, in the privacy of her own home, she farts all the time. She's admitted no. to it. Oh, dear. Yeah. Know who <laughs> <laughs> Carl, what about yourself? Oh, do you know what? There's been some... I, I can't say who, but there was one um, particular uh, Saturday night entertainment person. I'm not going to say it was male or female, but was uh, we went in to uh, do some pre-shoot um, interviews and stuff for this specific this particular show that we were going to be doing. Yeah. And so we literally went straight on the floor manager who we were with, just said, oh, they're expecting us, gave two knocks on the dressing room door and opened it. And there this person was, on the floor, pleasuring one of the younger runners. Really? I mean, yeah, yeah, not, not young. I mean, he, he was, I don't know, 20, I guess. Yeah. But, but junior. pleasuring, yeah, a junior member of the, the, the team, pleasuring them uh, on their knees. And, um, and that apparently wasn't the only time they did it. You need to tell us who that was after, not I'll now. I'll tell you yes. after this, yes. yeah, but that was yeah. quite... Uh, uh, and it was just amazing, because you went... And there was another time where we actually caught... I was just walking around, and I was a, only a camera assistant at this point, and I was doing another a, quite a big Saturday night entertainment show, and quite a large one. And... Uh, hello. And, um, <laughs> and I walked round the, the, the corner, and there were, there were two people. One who was quite famous, a quite famous DJ, who was, had only just recently been married, uh, snogging, and, and uh, he was male, snogging another male... Oh. Uh, presenter who no one knew at that time you know in fact they still don't to be fair when they do in the industry Uh, and they were actually really getting on and the weird thing was oh I'm sorry but they both looked at me and then carried on it was no shock it was like oh we shouldn't be doing this kind of thing we've been seen we've been found out Uh, I'm going to just turn the microphones off and you can tell us here in the room wow See? That's amazing. That's great. Never mind, don't say it. Yes, now. Uh, you can't repeat that. Yeah. There you go. Uh, well, that way, Kelsey, that, see what you've done by sending in uh, such a, a, an email. Incredible. Now, this is from Amy in West Wickham. Now, it is something of a, an epic one, but I think you're going to really enjoy reading okay. this. Okay, so it's over to you. Oh, goodness me. Dear Yvette, Glenn, Carl, and anyone else who may be with you, the mothers. Uh, I hope you're all well. Thank you for keeping these amazing podcasts going every week. The shit days seem to fly by when I know I've got a podcast to look for. What? The shit days seem to fly by. Oh, when I know I've got a podcast to look forward to. It's been a while since I've written. 
as quite honestly, life has been pretty boring. However, this week I had a rather humorous trip to the vet. I work in a nursery and a few years ago I had the genius idea of adopting a pet rabbit, which was approximately the same size as a small dog. The children affectionately named the rabbit Smudge and there he lived at the nursery for a good few years. Anyhow, fast forward to this week and one of the members of staff noticed a huge lump develop on Smudge's face. So off I trot to the vet where I had what could only be described as an absolute shit show of a day. The day didn't start particularly well, whilst chasing the little shit around the outdoor enclosure, trying to lure it into its travel travel container. I stood up really quickly and smashed my ear on the corner of the cage. I don't know if any of you have ever sustained an ear injury before, but let me tell you, it was one of the most stomach-churning pains I've ever experienced. Well, you've asked me not to grip so hard, haven't you? (laughs) Yes, I have. say it's the same kind of pain event. I would. <laughs> Feeling pissed off, a little dizzy. Yes, as I know how you feel. And with my bright red pulsating ear, I arrived at the vets and got in the queue. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, dear. Oh, my God. Oh, dear. What did you do that for? <laughs> That's what he said when I'm finished. <laughs> oh my God, it gets worse. <laughs> Feeling pissed off, a little dizzy, and with my bright red pulsating ear, I arrived at the vets and got in the queue. Luckily, there was just one lady in front of me who steps up to the desk. I stand there looking around, waiting for my turn, when at the top of her lungs she, sham- she shouts, Oh, shit, I've forgotten my dog! <laughs> <laughs> I, like everyone else in the room, look to the floor as I try to stifle my laughter. No matter how bad my day got, it couldn't be worse than hers, right? Right. The lady hurries out and I move to the front of the queue. The receptionist books me in and asks me to go and wait in the waiting room to see the vet. I've been sat waiting for a few minutes when a young girl, who had once done work experiments with us, walks in and sits down next to me. She places a tiny box beside her on the seat. She stares into Smudge's cage and asks me if she can pet him, to which I agree. A few minutes pass and I've been scrolling through my phone trying to Google what the prognosis of the rabbit's lump might be. I look up and see that she has something small cupped in her hands. Ah, I say, is that a hamster? How cute, can I stroke it? The girl looks at me confused. (laughs) <laughs> oh god I'm dreading this I look up and see there's just something small cupped in her hands oh I say is that a hamster how cute can I stroke it the girl looks at me quite confused uncups her hands and reveals a blueberry muffin <laughs> <laughs> who saw that coming no one at that moment in time <laughs> I wanted to find the nearest cliff and jump off it but the children were waiting for the rabbit dogs high but the children were waiting for the rabbit's return so I stayed put I admitted what a cement head I was and I laughed it off who the fuck cups a blueberry muffin like a ball bag whilst they eat it anyway <laughs> look 
Luckily, after a few more minutes, I was saved by the vet who called me in. Nice to meet you, she said. I'm Kitty. Surely not, I think. <laughs> I looked up at her name badge to check whether that's her actual name or whether she's having me on. I shit you not, there in capital letters was her full name. Kitty Fist Hyman. <laughs> <laughs> Kitty Fist Hyman. Oh, I suppose you would pronounce that feist. F-I-S-T-E hyphen H-Y-M-E-N. Kitty Fist Hyman. I quickly cover my face with my hands so she can't see my immature laughter. She thought I was upset about the rabbit and handed me a tissue. I then proceeded to pretend to wipe my eyes as I showed her the lump on poor Smudge. I know, I'm a terrible human. Anyway, to cut a long story short, the vet trip didn't go as planned. It turned out that Smudge had an inoperable tumour growing from his mouth into his brain. Oh dear. And so I left the vet in tears with an empty carrier and £96 the poor. Oh. I go back to nursery, ready to break the news to a room full of excited t- tunes. <laughs> 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 fucking warm, man. <laughs> it's still a great story. <laughs> it's real life. I'm going from happy, happy to oh my god. <laughs> no, it's peaks, it peaks and troughs. It is. Story, I tell really. you, bloody hell, Philip, like a roller coaster. Bloody hell, poor smudge. <laughs> I go back to the nursery. <laughs> <laughs> smudge. At this point, Smudge has now shuffled off his mortal coil. Oh my yeah. God! Yeah, I, go back to, I go back to the nursery, ready to break the news to a room full of excited two and three years. I'm still at the blueberry muffins. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for Smudge's return, I sensitively told them how their beloved pet rabbit had hopped his way over the Rainbow Bridge to join his bloody friends, eating all of the carrots and hay he ever wanted forever. One of the children put their hands up and said, Did Smudge get Corona Pirates? (laughs) (laughs) Corona Pirates, brilliant. A few of the girls started to cry whilst one little boy shouted, See you on the other side, my tasty, tasty mango! (laughs) (laughs) To which his little sidekick responded, Maybe he'll turn into the Easter Bunny and poo jelly beans forever and we can eat them in my dreams. Literally couldn't make this shit up. I felt like I had a starring role in one of those TV prank shows. There will certainly be no more nursery pets for a while. Keep doing what you do. It's appreciated by so many. Loads of love, Amy in Westwood. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Amy. That's the sort of email that makes this podcast great. Oh, my God. Thank you very much indeed. I can't believe I went through that turmoil and emotion. <laughs> this next email comes from Gemma Johnson right. says uh, hello all I, tend to, I thought I'd send an email to help Yvette interpret the dream she had about being chased by a kangaroo <laughs> <laughs> I'm still striking a muffin I know I know can you imagine say she opened her hands and there was a dead fish in there or something. <laughs> That'd be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, I'll start again. This email comes from Gemma Johnson. It says, I thought I'd send an email to help Yvette interpret the dream she yes. had about being chased by a kangaroo. Oh, God. Ooh. I often have strange dreams and love to try and figure out the meanings behind them. Uh, seeing a kangaroo in a dream is a sign of success. Ooh. Although, if in the dream the kangaroo is chasing you, it can be a sign of danger. <laughs> 
talk about peaks and troughs. It may mean your reputation may be endangered. It could also be a sign of disbelief. People around you may not be supporting you the way you they should. What? It could also indicate an enemy is planning something. So be careful. Let me know if there's any more dreams I can interpret. I'm not sure we want to, to be honest. Oh my god. Also encloses a photo of a buff kangaroo. No reason, it just made me laugh while searching for kangaroo dreams. Gemma Johnson. Oh my god, look at it. Look at that's exactly what I dreamt about. Chasing me. There you go. Describe describe that to our listeners. It's the most it's like a man. It's a man. It's got a huge bicep. It's it has, got yeah. enormous biceps oh and a six pack. I mean, that would kill you with one flick of its. Do kangaroos have fingers? Uh, well, yeah, I suppose just staring at it could kill you. Isn't it? Willy, wouldn't it? I mean, in one swift whip. <laughs> it's quite an imagination you've got there, Angela. <laughs> Kangaroos a success, and you're running. Are you not running away from success? success? You're scared of success. Yeah. I, that's how I interpret you're, that. Yeah. I, if kangaroos are a, a sign of success, and you're running from it, you, you're, uh, you're you're trying scared to run. Of you're scared of success. So I'm scared of success. Yes. Yeah. Oh, a bit don't. late for that. You've been successful. Yes, for absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. Embrace the kangaroo. Yeah, if that's in the next oh, dream. When you start that. lucid dreaming. Oh yes. 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 Embrace will, the kangaroo. I'll hug it. I'll hug it to death. Okay. Give it a good squeeze. I'm An email here from Dawn Arms. Strong says, hello, marvellous all. Hope you're well and looking forward to the approaching Christmas festivities. Just a quick email to share this link, which may be a pretty interesting gift idea. And has Carl spotted the Marmite Ale yet? Uh, it's uh, not just Dawn who sent in a similar thing as well. Emmeline Spores from Yeovil in Somerset has sent sorry, the same thing. Sorry, sorry. Emmeline Spores. Emmeline Spores. S-P-O-O-R-S. Ooh, There's Emily, the picture. That's on the brink of changing name, that is. But we do love you. Marmite love Marmite Ale. Marmite Ooh. Ale. Yeah. Oh, no. Says, I love you all uh, getting Ooh, out to the cheesy balls and having a finger or two whilst listening. So, uh, love and light. I can't wait to catch up with the rest of the podcast. Thank you. Oh, Thank you to Dawn. They've actually drank that. It's been opened if you look at the top. Yes, it has. Oh, what does it taste like? Obviously, like Marmite, but is it strong? Is it slightly Marmite weaker? Or is it a little, little hint of Marmite? We want to know. I wonder if it's more like a stout. Because that could ruin a good Guinness, that could, perhaps. Um, Paul Norman's been in touch. Hello, you beautiful people. Um, Hello, Working in London this week, I saw this estate agent sign and definitely thought you'd change your name. Thanks for all the guffaws. Would you like to read out the name of the estate agent sign? Yes, I would do. Oh, dear. Uh, Cameron Stiff & Co. (laughs) (laughs) Change your name, wouldn't you? Cameron Stephen. Oh, they always go for the hard sell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget uh, this, says Stuart Young Murray. Uh, if you've got Christmas lights for your next podcast, uh, what kind of box does it sound like? Ah, oh, ten fuckering lights. <laughs> Actually, spell well, it's not. It's flickering, but it looks like fuckering. The L and the I. The are L and the I. They, they certainly are. Thank you. Typography people. Yeah. Who's, important. who's ready for a game of words of the mothers? <gasps> yes. Oh, yes. Here we go. It's Agnes and Andrew's word. Oh, you dread it, don't you? Yes, because we just don't know. Remember, it's not been rude for quite some time. No, well, I think clear clear your thoughts of rude thoughts because we know how how filthy you both are. Yes. (laughs) Woe to the mothers. This time is Wonka. W O N K A. Wonka. Sounds rude, doesn't it? No. I don't think so. No, it sounds like that man that had the chocolate factory. <laughs> yeah, Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka and the chocolate yeah. factory. 
yeah. Wonka. I just think yeah. that's a name. Just a name. Just a name, mm, that. Yeah. Just Wonka. Okay. Well, explaining what, though? A name? Well, well it's explaining that it has a chocolate factory. So just the word Wonka means chocolate factory? I think so, yeah. That's yeah, what we're yeah. going to go yeah. for, aren't yeah. we? So Wonka, Cadbury's Wonka. Chocolate Factory is actually Wonka. called Cadbury's Wonka. Wonka. Well, I can't call well, it's not rude, so it's not a wanker. Oh, no, we haven't said it's not rude. We just said you haven't had a rude one for a while. Oh, mm. I thought you said it wasn't rude. No, no. they haven't oh, been right. rude wanker. for quite some time, have they? Yeah. Right. Well, She's a wanker. A, a wanker. A wanker's usually. Man, wanker. Yeah. J. Arthur Rank, wank. So, wonk. <laughs> 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 a woman. A woman, oh, a woman, a woman having a stiff neck. Wonky. Wanking. Yeah. She's doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Making that thing with her head like, no, I can't say the word. Yeah, but do you know what? She actually say, men, men wanking, but women. Wonk. <laughs> <laughs> head butting a ball. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think so. Do you? Should we go for that? Yeah, we'll go for yeah. that. It's, yeah. right, it's yeah. a lady. That's your final answer. Yes, it's yeah. the final answer. Okay. And it is incorrect. Uh, Wonka <clears throat> is one of those huge phalluses that would make your eyes water. So context, Stacy was surprised to see her date was packing, despite the fact he warned her at the bar that he was packing a wonka. <laughs> it's a huge there you go, it? it's yes, a huge, it's a huge penis. Stick. Right, well we're in the right area, weren't we really? And do you think if a lady had it had had the equivalent, Bucket. she would say yeah. she would say that um uh, Carl was surprised to see that his date was packing, despite the fact that she warned him at the bar that she was packing a winker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. So there you are, Wonka, huge phallus. There we go. Yeah. Oh, well. Now I've had some correspondence coming in, trying to guess what's in Bernard's butt. Oh yes, wonderful. Oh. So shall we give him a ring and find out uh, what's cracking? Yes, let's. Fi- are we go- oh, is, is he, he going to tell us what was in his butt? Uh, no, I think we're, we're playing the long game with uh, young oh, Bernard oh, here. Yeah, yeah okay. as it goes. Well, this all, also reminds me that our anonymous jingleman has been uh, set to work and worked hard for us. So here's the proper introduction. What's in Bernard's butt? What's in Bernard's butt? What's in Bernard's butt? What's in Bernard's butt? Yes! yes! We like it! Hello? Hello, Mandy. Is young Bernard there, please? Hey, bear with me a second. Thank you! Thank you! Hey, fun for ya! Hello? Bernard! <laughs> were, were you on the toilet? I was actually cleaning it. <laughs> Good for you. Um, now, guess why we're phoning you? I, I don't know. Well, we've had lots of guesses for what's in your butt, and you need to tell uh, all of these guesses if they're right or wrong. There's, there's two- oh, my God, all right, so OK. We're, we're just going to rattle through. We won't keep you. We'll let you get back to your toilet cleaning. Uh, I hope you've washed your hands. No, 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 no you, it's all right. I've taken me on down the you, Ben, now. Yeah, have you washed your hands? Yeah, that's why that's why it took me so long. Right. Okay. Here are some of the suggestions that have been sent in. Um, what was in what's in Bernard's butt? Was it someone's wallet or purse or loose change? Oh my God! Thankfully not. I mean, to give it some context for those who might be listening to this podcast for the first time before going back, <laughs> yes, of um, you bought a water butt from a garden centre, <laughs> and when you got it back, finding it was rattled, thinking it was the extra pieces that attached to it, you found something remarkable inside there that somebody had put in. Uh, so these are the guesses. Mm. That's right. Go on. Um, some daffodil bulbs or other plant and flower seeds. <laughs> no. A rhododendron. 
No. I wouldn't even know what one of those looks like. How embarrassing. <laughs> um, small bamboo canes. No. I'm eating a bit of fudge, actually. Yeah, we're eating fudge. Sorry, Bernard. <laughs> She's packing fudge. <laughs> <laughs> small bamboo canes. What, 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 what makes somebody come up with small bamboo canes? That's interesting to me. How big's the butt? Yeah. Uh, a multi-pack of toilet rolls, Bernard. No. A set of pliers. No. A Black & Decker power drill. <laughs> this, this sounds like my Christmas list. It does. <laughs> No, I take it. No. No, and finally, a jar of pickles. No, no, definitely none, none of those. Oh. Are any of them close? <sighs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, we're, we're in the kind of area with more of a foodie item. Oh, oh. that's a big, big that, clue. That's a big clue, Bernard, thank you. Thank you very much. Fabulous. Have you done all your Christmas shopping? No, not at all. Not at all. We're, we're, uh, we started off really well. We started off here at the beginning of November, yeah, then we just kind of, of did nothing. Bye, 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 what else I'm looking forward to hearing now? Uh, the conclusion, hopefully, to what happened at <gasps> Up Creek Abbey. Oh my gosh, yes! Last theme week. Tune. I love the theme tune. Oh, can we get some. Right, let's just snuggle down and get cosy whilst yes. we listen okay, to here we this go. week's episode. Upton Crack Abbey. Mr. Up My Shoots, ahem, it's your morning wake-up call and sumptuous, delicious breakfast made especially by Mrs. Pooh. Are you awake? Hello? Mr. Up My Shoots, hello? Better get to it, but I think you'll discover he's brown bread. Pardon, Granny, hmm? I said I think you'll discover him. Morning, Farts and Granny. Did we all sleep well? Very well, Lady Mary. Like mm. a dead corpse. How about you, dear? Oh, you know, I did a lot of tossing. Yes, I bet you did. I wonder how Mr. Up My Shoot is this fine sunny morning. Well, if he'd answer the door, we'd find out. Well, um, I shall be off downstairs. I'm keen to get my leg over on that new stallion we've got in the stables. Let's hope you don't kill it with that nutcracker of an arse. I beg your pardon, Granny. I said, let's hope you don't spill off with that buttcracker of a horse. Quite. See you for lunch, Granny. Let me open the door, Fartson. I'm sure Mr. Up My Shoot is just in a deep sleep. It's very dark in here and extremely smelly. It's not me. Here, let me open the curtains. Excuse me, Fartson, whilst I walk around you. Oh, my God! Gumdrops. 
Me? <laughs> I can't believe it. I thought something was odd last night. Seeing Mary and Snoozley carrying his body to his room. I thought they were playing a game of hide the guest. You know, that one we played last Christmas and nobody found Mr. Stupid until New Year's Day. Remember? I say, what's going on here? And why is Mr. Up My Shoot in the bed with his rear end upended? I'm afraid, Lord. Hmm, it looks like Mr. Up My Shoot is well and truly dead. Dun, dun, dun! Enjoyed that. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a real old story. Can't there wait. we go. Oh, uh, that's. Oh. Hello. Are you going to let him in? He wouldn't come in last week. You have to let him in. Hello. Does you, it, if that's you, just walk just in. Come in. Oh, God. Just come in. Just come you. in. Let me, oh, let can't me. Ask. Go on, just reach out. Let the handle's in. just there. Do you want me to let him in? Yes. Go and, look, go and check on his donkey as well. <laughs> Hey, He's here! Hey, Cute Larson! How are you, brother? <laughs> oh, yeah, I am, bro. Oh, my God! That's particularly How strong this week. Oh. I'm all right. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, your beads in my face. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Oh. Do you like a girl who likes beads in no, face? No, I know, but I don't want them in my... Oh, I don't... <laughs> At least ask her if she wants them in your face first. Do you have, do you have pain, yes. sister? Do you have pain? Suck one of those beads, it'll take it away. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Can you tell that Scottish lady her teddy bear just made a sound? Uh, oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man alive. How are you, Puke? You know, brother, I'm fine. I'm always fine. I'm full of love, peace. Out there searching for brothers and sisters to share love and peace to each other. And that's all I had to say on that. <laughs> okay. Oh, dear. And, it's and lovely to see you. Hey, it's lovely to see you. I've been on a trek with Gary. With who? Oh, Gary. the donkey Gary, yeah. Gary, of course. He's not, he's not a donkey. I thought he was. No, by, by calling him a donkey, you're, you're giving him a pigeonhole. Oh, okay. And then you're stifling his his growth, man. Okay. He's a spiritual being, isn't no, he? No, he's Gary, man. Okay. Oh, wow. You see... If you call yourself a person, you can only ever do what a person does. That's a very good point. A bird can only be a bird if you call it a bird, okay? Yeah. Gary is a Gary. Garys can do anything. And there's a shortage of Garys, I understand, in this day and age. Garys are becoming an endangered species. You see, that's a type of thing that upsets people, man. Garys need love. They need a Mrs. Gary and a Mr. Gary. And they get baby Garys. Oh, uh, well, it sounds like love you. Love the Garys. Well, one Gary at a time. Well, I like and Gary one day can be the 
president of the United States or something or other. Well, that would be nice. Yeah. Would be nice. I love the name Gary. It's nice. And I think we should do a thing on this podcast with Puke's help to actually bring back the popularity of the name Gary. Yeah, well, you see, Gary is like, a, how can I say it? A name. <laughs> and you see what happens when you you pigeonhole someone with a title of donkey? It's derogatory. Okay. Oh. Well, we, won't, we won't. We won't be. We won't. I be mean, there. you look at Mister Donkey Biden. <laughs> okay, I see where you're going. You with You see, it. he he's been pigeonholed, man. He doesn't know how to put words together in love and peace and harmony of the world. You, you would be very good, wouldn't he? It'd be better than old Biden, wouldn't he? He would be, yeah. Yeah, 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 you should run. Uh, I don't like running. No, Gary doesn't Gary run. Yeah, that's true. No, Gary just like trots in his own pace, yeah, man. That's right. So when you say to me, can you be there tomorrow at 10? I say, I don't know. It's up to Gary. <laughs> Oh dear. Well, I noticed that you've not brought a guitar with you again this week. Oh, Gary's playing it. <laughs> okay. Um, can you remember what uh, the extra word was that you were given last week for your song? A word on its own is just a word with no meaning, brother. You're so right. A song gives peace, love, and hope to the world. That's right. Have a smoke on some of this. <laughs> No, it's all right, thank you. Hold I'm on. Oh, no. Oh, no. 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 Oh. I'm sick. Oh, I feel good now. Oh, no, whatever that smoke's doing, it's making the uh, the mothers laugh a lot. It makes people happy, man. You're not kidding. I've never seen that. Does anybody want a snack? Well, this is unprecedented. Yeah, that's what they said about Biden. He's an unprecedented. Enjoy yourself, Are you feeling peckish now? Do you've got the munchies or anything? Do you want a snack? I got a snack. I got some donkey nuts in my pocket. <laughs> Don't go for the donkey nuts, whatever you do. No. Well, actually, Gary nuts. <laughs> Right, come on. It came to me the other night, the song. I wanted to share it with you all. word is comprehensive. Comprehensive. Oh, wow. <laughs> 
I've got to say that extra word came from Don and Newell in Warwick. He says, I've wow. just, just renewed my car insurance. It's gone up again. <laughs> if you're interested, despite having no claims in over 10 years, can Pugh get the word comprehensive into his song? Uh, she, needs, she needs to get away from the trappings of material world with cars and, and, and insurance. That's what my song is trying to say, bro. Just remember this to everyone before I go. A glass of wine is nowhere near a rotten apple in a tree. <laughs> As the fish spits out a leaf of winter. That was very okay, profound. Okay, goodbye. Very profound. Keep laughing, everybody. Wow. 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 Take the smoke with you, with you. Oh, dear. Oh, it smells good. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. off and now you've ate it. Can I trust you in some chocolate? <laughs> yeah. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, his donkey is lovely. Oh, his donkey's lovely, is it? Gary. Gary. His <laughs> <laughs> Gary's lovely. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Well, I'll tell you what. I feel like I'm coming down now after that. <laughs> if you've got another word for uh, for Puke to, to add into his song, then send it to... Hello at atimepodcast.com. That's hello no, at atimepodcast.com. I feel very, very munchy-munchy hungry. Yes. I'm a little concerned. Mm-hmm. What happens if, obviously, yeah, we've not heard from Reggie because he's on holiday. Yeah. I know you say he's in therapy. He's, he's in he's on rehab. What happens when he comes back? Is he coming back? Hopefully he'll be a nicer person. But yeah, but what's going to happen to Puke? Because obviously he's taken... Um, mm, I don't know. Maybe um, maybe Puke can uh, I don't, just find another time to visit in the podcast. Because I can't have a fight because Puke won't... I mean, he's like a man of peace. He yeah. won't fight. Well, well Reggie's been know. in rehab though, hasn't he? He should be a lot calmer. Should be. We'll see. We'll yeah, see. but he hasn't been. You, yeah, I think he's been on holiday. So mm. you say rehab, I say holiday. So okay. All right then. Well, we'll find out next week on our oh, live show, won't we? Well, what a wonderful podcast! It's been a treat, and we've been loving the emails. So please do keep sending them in. They are yes. absolutely immense. Hello at anytimepodcast.com. That's hello at anytimepodcast.com. Marvelous. Until next time, which will be live on YouTube. Oh gosh, yes. Oh, <gasps> yeah. I should be wearing my Beatles outfit. Yes, I'll be wearing my Captain Kirk outfits. What are you going to be wearing, you two? Our patience. <laughs> You're dressed as Princess Margaret, did you say? Why are you coming out as that? Uh, well, uh, I should never went to this junk shop. <laughs> and then I got a, a dress, and it's called, oh, it's a, actually a 60s dress. Is it? Oh, yeah. Right. Are you going to wear that But it's too tight. Oh, get it on. You've finally got a lovely figure. So, what are you coming on. as? Whatever you tell me to come as well. <laughs> oh, you look gorgeous. You're coming naked, aren't you? That's what you said. Yeah, gonna come You're going to come in your pants, aren't you? <laughs> You're coming in my yellow pants. <laughs> I did that before we threw him away. Hey. Oh, my God, I'm not I don't know about you, but I'm wanking. You're invited. Join Bloomies in the Mosaic District for an art stroll on Saturday, June 18th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. and shop one-of-a-kind art by local artists. Pop by with your family and friends to also enjoy Bites by Colada Shop. And watch Chalk Riot in action as they paint the sidewalk murals in front of our store. Plus, get store-wide savings during our Buy More, Save More event. See you there. When the global supply chain is strained, 
one essential transportation network continues to keep the economy connected 24-7. That network is freight rail. We're increasing hiring and capacity, all while investing more than $20 billion per year into our network to improve reliability every day. We never stop working to better serve our customers because freight rail works. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 